Hey, everybody. Dr. Josh Axe here. Hey, welcome to my show. I'm here with Dr. Jack Wolfson. He is a cardiologist, and he's the author of The Paleo Cardiologist. He's been a friend of mine for a while. And uh, hey, welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you, uh, Josh. Pleasure to be on. Love sharing the message of, of health and wellness and really trying to teach the world that there's a better way than my old way and the way that the 40 partners that I practice with in the cardiology group, there's a better way than pills and procedures. And just love sharing that information. I love what you're doing. And it's an honor to be on with you today. Awesome. Thanks, man. Well, I, uh, you know, well, t- today I'm really excited to talk about heart health and really get into, hey, what are the best supplements for heart health? What does the ideal diet look like? What is, you know, l- we'll talk a little bit about the paleo diet here as well, the keto diet and some other things here, uh, you know, to, 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 to get our show rocking. But uh, to start here, just share with me a little bit about um, what, what moved you into this more holistic space, because that's not your necessarily your, your background and training. No, you know, I'm a, um, uh, I'm a board certified cardiologist, as you said. I went through four years of medical school, three years of internal medicine, three years of cardiology, and then I'm a couple years on the job, and I'm getting a little frustrated because the hospital's a revolving door of sickness. Someone comes in with a heart attack, you tune them up, angioplasty, stent, send them back out. And a few weeks later or a few months later, they're back in with another heart attack or heart failure or more likely side effects from one of the pharmaceuticals that we put them on. And right around that time when my frustration was was reaching a peak, I met the woman who would open up my eyes to reality, to the healthcare system, to get out of that sick care model and move over to the health space and become a DC, a doctor of causation. Now she's a DC doctor of chiropractic, but she said, you got to become a doctor of cause. And that's, I, I listened. I mean, what she said make, made perfect sense. Number one, I saw sickness in my patients. Number two, I saw sickness in my own family and my father dying of a strange uh, disease similar to Parkinson's. And the Mayo Clinic has no idea why he's got it. They got no treatment for him. They have no idea why. And here comes this doctor of chiropractic, Dr. Heather. She tells me exactly why my father got sick. And that's how I changed. And uh, the rest is history. Now I get to be on uh, a show uh, with a guy like you. So all, all's good. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, our our wives are our wisdom. I always say that about my wife, uh, Chelsea, you know, who's a DC as well. And so, you know, anytime I, uh, I'm getting out of line, you know, she has good advice for me and I'm <laughs> a, lot, a lot of wisdom there. So, um, all right. So let's talk, uh, let's talk paleo diet. I know you wrote the book, uh, the paleo, paleo, paleo cardiologist, you know, and, and also actually before we do that, I do want to bring this up too, you know, and this was the, over a year ago, but you know, the American Heart Association, you know, came out with, uh, you know, their belief system that saturated fat is bad. I mean, still, even today, you know, I know that they said some things that, you know, you shouldn't be getting much saturated fat in your diet. I mean, what is your take on that? What, what, where are they getting that from? And, and what is your take on saturated fat for, for heart health? Well, listen, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard to admit you're wrong. I mean, it was difficult, uh, you know, for me to admit that I was wrong in that old medical system. I was wrong to think that, you know, uh, statin drugs and aspirin and surgeries and stents, that that was the answer. I, I was wrong, and I can admit that now. But for the American Heart Association to kind of march back 50 years of sticking to the saturated fat cholesterol hypothesis to march back on that, they're not going to do it very easily. The, the evidence is out there for the benefit of saturated fat in so many different studies, yet they continue to vilify it based on poorly done studies 
where they're selecting out information, where where it's really just kind of promoting their agenda. You know, when people talk to me about saturated fat, I say breast milk is, is loaded with saturated fat. Is that bad for, for a baby to yeah. have, you know, breast milk or every, you know, why does milk contain saturated fats? Because that's how you bring animals uh, and humans to life. Uh, what about, a, you know, an, an egg is loaded with sat fat and cholesterol because that's how you grow a chicken. You can't grow a chicken eating oatmeal. So I'm a huge fan of saturated fat. But one thing it does, it obviously it cranks up levels of HDL. And we want to have high levels of HDL and functional HDL. And saturated fat does all that when done in a natural way. So when you're eating your free-range grass-fed uh, meats, you're eating your wild seafood, you're eating your coconuts, you're just, uh, you know, really, really benefiting uh, your heart health and brain health and total body health. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I couldn't agree more that, you know, and it was interesting too, reading through there, uh, you know, I, I saw another uh, person who's a cardiologist who was trying to play both sides and it, and it was interesting to see. He was like, well, they're right that saturated fat is bad, but, you know, coconut is fine and cacao is fine and ghee is fine. And I was like, you're listing like every form of saturated fat we recommend, but um, anyways, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about. And of course, you know, I know that you can still have too, people can have too much of a good thing. I mean, that can happen, but for the most part, it's just, it's not the, the problem. I mean, you would, you know, I know in what you're teaching, I mean, grains and sugar are the bigger issue, right? When we're talking about what's, what's going on with LDL, especially. Yeah, most certainly. You know, people, you know, will kind of bash, you know, they'll bash paleo, they'll bash keto, which are actually very similar, of course. But the foundation of my paleo pyramid is is vegetables. It's those leafy greens. Uh, it is the, you know, it is it is all of those different plant foods that our ancestors would have consumed as hunter gatherers. Um, you know, and I know that you are big on the spices and I know that you're, uh, you know, you know, talking about organ meats and eating quality organ meats, which our ancestors always ate and now nobody does. So, uh, I, I'm a, you know, it, to me, it's just common sense. It's just our ancestors ate a certain way. Why try and veer from that? But, you know, you can't go to your medical doctor about nutrition advice because we never learned anything. We were never trained in nutrition. We were never trained in actual prevention. We were never trained in topics like sunshine and sleep and getting the stress out of our lives. Yet it's all in our medical literature. Uh, in fact, you know, Josh, one of the things when I lecture and I talk about leaky gut and I show this study from 2007 in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, the biggest cardiology journal in the world, there's a whole big article on leaky gut and it's linked to congestive heart failure. But I can tell you in 2007, I didn't read that. I was only interested in the next pill, the next procedure. And that's just a, a fault of, of conventional medicine. Well, you know, I, first of all, I applaud you because it's one of those things, you know, and I, I've said I'm, I'm wrong plenty of times in my life and I've, you know, and, and, and have been wrong. And, but for you to then go and not, not only, change your opinion, but then go and, and be a, a spokesperson and a leader in the entire movement of helping people heal their hearts naturally is just really such an awesome thing. You know, I know you and I were talking before this broadcast about bitter foods for heart health. And, and I just made me think of this with organ meats too. Think about if you ever eat chicken, any type of liver organ meat for the most part, they're bitter, right? You know, you have chicken liver, it's a real bitter food. And, and it, you know, just made me think of that food there as well. And sort of that bitterness and how, how, how that can uh, help heart health. But let me ask you this. So let, let's just jump into diet quick. What would you say, like, if you have a patient, if you had to lay out for them for heart health, what's the ideal breakfast, lunch, dinner, mm -hmm. snack, 
dessert? What, what, you know, what would you recommend somebody eat? Great question. I, you know, typically I start off the day with a healthy greens drink, either it's a fresh drink, greens drink, or it's a reconstituted powder, always organic. And that's why, I mean, and even in my book, uh, I tell people, no matter what diet you follow, make it organic. We all agree on that, that we can stay away from pesticides and the chemicals in food and do it organically. But I love a greens drink. Uh, you know, certainly I'm a big fan of eggs. I love salmon and eggs and loading all the different spices that are in there. Some days I'll do like my own nut seed uh, cereal combination. So I'll use nut seeds, raw cacao, put some nut milk in there, some coconut milk in there, homemade coconut uh, milk. Just take coconut flakes and uh, add water and put it in the blender. So I love that. Sal uh, lunch is typically a big giant salad, maybe with a can of sardines, maybe with an avocado, maybe both. And dinner typically is somewhat similar to that. You know, it's going to be a lot of vegetables, typically some form of animal-based protein, uh, you know, but uh, sometimes not. Maybe it's just nuts and seeds. Uh, we'll do some sweet potatoes. We'll do uh, quinoa. We're, um, the three things we always are, Josh, is we're always organic, we're always gluten-free, and we're always soy-free. That's how I roll. But then again, the, the last time I had soy, the, the only times I'll do soy is when I find organic natto, that Japanese fermented uh, soybean that is extremely, extremely, extremely high in vitamin K2. And this may be one of the secrets to- And it tastes extremely, extremely bad. No, 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 no. You, I, I know you don't believe that. I know, nah, I know you got fine. And you know something you would like too, because I know you're a huge fan of turmeric, is that there is a company out of New York that does- the organic natto, and they have one that they mix in the, the organic turmeric, and it's absolutely delicious. That's awesome. So, uh, no, no, I've, I've, had, I've had natto. I, I don't mind it much. I know some people that don't like it. I use miso, uh, for, you know, some, some miso on occasion too, but no, it's great. No, like the vitamin K superfood of the world. Yeah, and, and that's you know pretty much the only time I do it. Obviously, we're both you know anti soybean oil. Even when organic, there's no role for that. I don't find any you know anything with soy proteins in there. I stay away from. But uh, you know, I mean that you know that whole food that you know that natural you know choice. And I mean, and it also has a natural blood thinner in there called uh, natto kinase, uh, which uh, you know back in the 1980s, if you came into the emergency room with a heart attack. Uh, they gave you a clot buster called strepto kinase. This is natto kinase. It works. It's a blood thinner. Now, it doesn't work as, as strongly as the strepto did, leading to you know, hemorrhagic strokes and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good quality food. But always organic, always gluten-free, and always soy-free with that one little caveat. And I think if all people, if, if all you ever did is go organic and gluten-free, I think your health will, will just be, be tremendous. Uh, for for the vast majority of people, if that's the only changes they made was organic and gluten free, they'll do very well. I love it. Let, let's talk about some of the top supplements that you'd recommend. I know there's so many out there that have been recommended from Heart Health, from D to K to omega threes to antioxidants and everything in between. You know, when you have a patient come in with heart issues, and you know, feel free to vary it up or, or go off this a little bit. But yep. yeah, what would be the top? three or, or five or you know, that, that, that you typically recommend? 
Well, I love um, I, I love supplements, and supplements supplement the healthy lifestyle. And if it was ten thousand years ago, we wouldn't need any of these supplements. But nowadays, the soil, the air, the water, everything is unfortunately and fatalistically. I hate to sound like a downer here, but those those things are all polluted and destroyed. So that's why we got to supplement, uh, you know, these things into our lives to help us reclaim our health. Now, the other thing you can do is you can actually get tested on these things. You can order micronutrient testing to see what your deficiencies are. You order the most advanced lab testing in the world. And that's certainly what I do on all my clients out here and all my patients out here in Arizona. Um, and, you know, so, you know, testing to see where their deficiencies are, where they've got the inflammation, where they have the oxidative stress, where they've got the immune system and autoimmune conditions, you know, and, and testing for leaky gut. I love doing all that stuff. But, you know, listen, I'll, I'll throw it back to you and say that, you know, the, uh, you know, the bone broth proteins are so healing for the gut. And my wife told me years ago, it's about the gut, the gut, the gut, and you heal and seal that leaky gut and the bone broth proteins do that. And, uh, you know, I know, you know, also, you know, you're big in the collagen space and you know, the original supplements were, were the organs actually. So if someone had a heart yeah. problem, right, they gave them a heart tablet or they gave them a liver tablet. Well, if you've got a, a, a blood vessel issue and the blood vessels are made up of connective tissue and a lot of different uh, other cells that are in there, but none more important than the protein collagen, well, you take a collagen powder to help give you the nutrients to build up more collagen. And I think that's uh, super important. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, that's a you know type five and ten collagen. Well, yeah, different types of collagen make make up our cardiovascular wall. So you know, I love those about them. You know, the other thing too, a lot of people don't know about bone broth is it's high in glucosamine, it's high in chondroitin, it's high in hyaluronic acid, and all of those are in the glycosamine or glycans family. They're not collagen, but they are collagen boosters. You know, they mm -hmm. they support your body in its own collagen production, which is great, especially when your body's looking to repair and regenerate. But yeah, I'm with you on that. I think collagen is up there uh, on the list. And well, what are your thoughts on doing omega-3s, fish oils, and, 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 some, and some other things that you recommend? Well, I'm certainly a big seafood eater. I would implore anyone who's vegan or vegetarian, please eat seafood. Like, why can't a vegan eat an oyster. Like, uh, does an oyster have any more or less feelings than a head of cabbage? Please eat seafood, eat oysters, get that omega-3. Omega-3 is so critical. Every study shows that the people with the highest levels of omega-3 naturally have the lowest risk of everything. But I think, you know, good quality omega-3 fish oil supplementation is very beneficial, but you know what? Get tested. See what your levels are. Uh, and, and if you're a big seafood eater, you may not need to. If you're someone who's totally um, uh, averse to eating seafood, then uh, you may need to supplement with with omega threes. But you know, you mentioned uh, you know vitamin K. I'm a big fan of vitamin K too because it is a little difficult to get from food. I love probiotics. Certainly, getting probiotics from your food, your fermented foods. Uh, you mentioned the miso before is a great source of that, and even uh, natto, as we talked about, um, uh, uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, kombucha, all that stuff can be good there. Uh, big fan of berberine. A big fan of turmeric. Um, uh, you know, the, you know, the B vitamins to control homocysteine. So the methyl Bs, uh, methylfolate, methyl cobalamin, uh, are huge digestive enzymes. So many people, they, they, they just don't digest their food. Uh, so I love supplementing that as well. Uh, vitamin C, we talked about building, uh, you know, strong, healthy blood vessels along with collagen. Well, it takes vitamin C to make those enzymes, uh, spin, 
uh, uh, magnesium, magnesium, and the other, you know, uh, you know, everyone kind of everyone talks about magnesium. What about potassium? And mm. we test people's potassium levels, and so often they're low. So that's atrial fibrillation, that's blood pressure, that's PACs, PVCs that can all be improved by by potassium. So yeah, we got a lot of different supplements. I'm a huge fan of uh, of beetroot powder. You know, things that crank up nitric oxide, yeah, arginine, citrulline, taurine. So, you know, some people accuse me of being a supplements pusher, but, you know, I mean, listen, obviously, you see so much sickness in the world. I'd rather be a supplements pusher than the old pharmaceutical pusher that I used to be. Yeah, uh, I love it. And I think it depends on the person. Obviously, if somebody's got a lot of emotional stress and, and high blood pressure, there's a group of supplements versus if somebody's trying to get their HDL cholesterol up and LDL down, it can be different there too. So, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. But in general, your recommendations you know, organ meats, collagen, and a lot of them are food-based recommendations, yeah. but even, you know, these nutrients, you know, magnesium is so calming, vitamin K is so critical for, for the, you know, the function of the heart, omega-3s are anti-inflammatory and turmeric, and I mean, yeah, they're, 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 they're all fantastic recommendations there as well. Hey guys, Dr. Axe here. If you're someone who's looking to transform the health of your skin, your gut, and actually hit your weight loss goals, I'm so excited to share my new book with you. It's called The Collagen Diet. This book will teach you how collagen helps you maintain and transform every area of your body, especially your hormones, your skin, and your metabolism and gut health. Also, I have a 28-day plan to transform your health. It comes with over 70 delicious recipes, a supplement guide, and goes into ancient remedies to heal. And hey, if you've already purchased the collagen diet, thanks for being on mission with me. And hey, please, and I'd appreciate it if you go on amazon.com and leave your review. Thanks again. Let me ask you this. If somebody has to consume, let's say somebody's listening to this and they're like, what are the top three, just in general? What would you say are three that you recommend really commonly? And I know you probably already mentioned it, but what are the three that you would recommend first? Well, you know, I just finished up a blog post on, on why everybody should take a multivitamin. So, you know, yeah. the multivitamin to me is the foundation of a healthy supplements regimen, a healthy lifestyle. Uh, so everybody needs a multivitamin to make sure that they're kind of encompassing it all to make sure they're getting all the right nutrients and, and find a quality one at that. You know, I was doing a review and I was looking at you know, some of the, the big box brand name multivitamins that we all know of. We've all seen the advertisements for it. And just the synthetic, the artificial ingredients, artificial colors, artificial sweeteners. One of them I was reviewing had three different forms of cornstarch. I had no idea there were wow. all these different forms of cornstarch and the titanium dioxides and nickel and tin, things that have like no role in the human body whatsoever. So anyways, multivitamin is one. I love taking probiotics. And uh, let me throw it up back out there to berberine. I think berberine is like that Swiss Army knife supplement. And uh, not only does it have massive cardiovascular benefits, anti-cancer benefits, but also anti-aging. So I think that everybody could benefit from berberine from a quality source. And once again, you know, when you, when you go with a reputable company, you can be sure that what is is on the label is actually inside the capsule. So you got to be careful where you get your supplements from and make sure you know what you're doing on that, as, as I know, because uh, you guys have uh, the best of the best. So, uh, you know, it, it, go with the people you know, go with the people you trust. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions. I get questions all the time about uh, supplements and 
Um, you know, I, I know when I was before I, you know, uh, had a company and, and created supplements. I remember when my mom was sick and trying to figure out how do I, how do I know what brand to buy? And actually, that's what really attracted me early on. Uh, it's funny now. I'm he's my business partner, but Jordan Rubin. You know, when my mom was sick and before I had my own product line, we always took his product line. And the reason was is you know I'd read his book, The Maker's Diet, yep. and Patient Heal Thyself, and he wrote another book on uh, digestive function. And I knew he knew what he was talking about. And then I and I started following him and realized he cared about his own health, about his family's health. He looked healthy at this point. He healed himself of ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. So I, th I think that's a great recommendation because there are a lot of brands out there. But yeah, but buying from someone you trust, someone who's knowledgeable, I think that's a, that's a great point too. And similar thing, like, let, let me ask you this. If somebody is looking for a physician to work with, what, what does somebody look for? So I, I know that you're in uh, not far from Aspen now, you know, I know, I, but uh, and, and where's your clinic today? And then also like, but, but what do people look for? If somebody's in Indianapolis, Indiana or Dallas, Texas or Orlando, Florida, like, like what do they need to search for if they're trying to find a doctor that practices like you do? Well, you know, when I spoke at the, at the truth about cancer and there were a few thousand people in the audience and you were down there as well. And you were speaking, you know, so I'm at the truth about cancer and I get up there on the stage and I'm kind of, I'm just like talking away. And I said from the stage in front of, you know, the 2000 and, and tens, if not hundreds of thousands worldwide, that I believe that I'm the best preventive cardiologist on the planet. And there's, there's number one, I believe it to be true. Number two, there's not a lot of competition uh, in the space. So we get emails all the time and they're like, hey, is there someone like you who practices in Indianapolis or in Boston or in Miami? And I say, I don't, if there are, I don't know them and I would yeah. probably know who they are. So I tell people, this is your heart. Get on a plane and come out to Arizona. Uh, come see me in Phoenix and we'll, you know, we'll do the most advanced testing in the world. You'll get in-depth information. You'll get to meet with me. You'll get to meet with my staff. You'll get tremendous follow-up, you know, with myself and my health coach and my team over here. That's the best I can offer yeah. to anybody. Now, that being said, if you're in your area, you know, so I always tell people to find, the first thing I would do if I moved to another area would be to find a good chiropractor. I would find a good doctor of chiropractic um, and then use that person as my kind of go-to for all things health and wellness. And if I thought that maybe I needed something different or maybe the doctor of chiropractic thought that I needed something different, well, then they would refer me on to maybe a good local a biological holistic dentist or to a uh, functional medicine MD or DO uh, if need be. But, you know, another thing that, I, that always bothers me, and I'm sure it does you as well, Josh, is that uh, sometimes you... You see a person in um, uh, in consultation, and they've seen a quote unquote natural doctor before. Yet they were put on antibiotics, they were put on steroids, they were put on some pharmaceutical, and it just it it, it really frustrates me because you and I both know that on the natural side we can do you know short of trauma we can do anything on our space we can do it. So yeah, 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 yeah. I you know. I love referring out to holistic practitioners, but there are some, you know, that just, I, I'm not, I don't want to get off on a just huge tangent here, but you know, I had somebody come to me, the, this was last week and, and it was actually an old patient of mine. They reached out and he was having a, uh, a health issue. And, and I said, Hey, I'm happy to do a call with you. I mean, there were patients of mine before. So I got on the phone with him and talked to him and they said, you know, Hey, we went to this other doc and he, he told me I had a parasite and I, and I heard the name of the doc. And I'm like, 
you know, sometimes people get in their thing and it's like, if he had a hundred patients come in, he would tell all of them they had a parasite and put them on right. a parasite. I mean, it just drives me crazy. Yeah. But, you know, that's the thing you and I both know, like patients are individuals. Like, like you can't treat everybody the identical way. And that's one of the things I love about, you know, your practice and, and, um, you know, in Phoenix is that you guys do that, you know, that custom testing. And this is something that I always did, you know, in, in my practice is we did, uh, we did panels for, uh, we did micronutrient testing and organic acids, you know, looking for what are those vitamin mineral deficiencies? Uh, we did a toxicity testing. We did, we did fatty acid ratio testing. We looked at food sensitivities. You know, all of the things I know are a lot of the things that you're doing out in Phoenix because those things are game changing. You know, I know for myself, I, I took the test and I was training for triathlons a lot, a lot of the time and I was really deficient in just a couple things, but vitamin B2, which yep. you know, I'm like, why was I deficient? And then zinc, but all that training, you know, and I supplemented with them and went bam. Like, and I was just feeling a little like lightheaded sometimes started doing this and I was eating really clean. I started using those bam. I mean, I just, you know, felt so differently. And then I realized for me, like I eat healthier than anyone I know alive. And yet I could have a deficiency or two just because of all of our toxic exposures, all the stress in life, traveling all the time, all this stuff adds up. That's one of the things I just love about what you guys do. And so, Hey guys, you can check it out. By the way, I'm not being paid for this. I love Dr. Jack. And if I had a family member, my own dad had a heart problem, you know, I'd send him out to Phoenix to see Dr. Jack here. But uh, I, I just looked this up while we were talking here. It's uh, uh, WolfsonIntegrativeCardiology.com. So you can check it out, WolfsonIntegrativeCardiology.com or just Google search Dr. Jaff, Jack Wolfson Clinic. And, uh, you know, he's around the Phoenix, Arizona area. You can check it out there too. But um Anyways, yeah, I mean, that, that same thing with physicians. But yeah, it's, it's, sometimes it's hard. You know, that's one of the hard things. Uh, I was talking to somebody up in middle of the nowhere, Minnesota the other day, and they were way outside of Minneapolis. Actually, I do have a good friend, Susie Holmes, who's in uh, Minneapolis, and she's a great doc. But anyways, <laughs> it, it, it's, time to, it's, it's hard to find good help sometimes, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, but, uh, you know, and, and obviously, listen, people can go to your website. They can go to my website, all these different books. There's so much information out there that is wonderful, but you don't know about you individually unless you get tested, and that's where hooking up with a holistic doctor can really make the difference in the individual health, because uh, obviously, Josh, you know, you can look at you and how healthy you look, but who would ever think, well, hey, listen, there's a deficiency in B12 or, or you know, or B2 uh, in zinc and, and, you know, and maybe, you know, some, just because someone looks great on the outside, you don't know what's going on on the inside. Take a look, you know, take at someone like Bob Harper, you know, from um, uh, America's Biggest Loser. Yeah. You know, that guy looked fantastic on the outside and then he had a massive heart attack and I can assure you, I mean, obviously that guy's lifestyle, the stress, the lack of sunshine, always in front of the camera. Um, you know, I'm sure poor sleep habits, you know, on and on and on. But uh, it, it's like, I mean, you could have tested that guy. And maybe you would have, you know, found tons of inflammation, tons of oxidative stress, leaky gut, food sensitivities, uh, abnormal lipids. You could have seen all that ahead of time. And now, unfortunately, he's a spokesman for a pharmaceutical company instead of being a spokesman for, you know, for Josh Axe, you know, Crazy. or something, you know. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah. And, and touching on that last topic, I'll tell you, and this is what I see with physicians today too. It's, it's not always just the diet, you know, let's, let's just for a minute, talk about the stress, you know, because I think when we're talking about heart conditions, especially, you know, how much does stress play a role? And then 
what, what is your recommendation for patients and people listening on, on what to do about stress? Well, you know, I obviously in medical training, we got nothing, no discussion at all about stress, uh, but I felt so strongly about it. I have a whole chapter in my book called One Nation Under Prozac. Uh, about about how important stress is for cardiovascular risk, and the answer, of course, is not some pharmaceutical. So, you know, ideally, you know, you get the stress out of your life as much as possible. Uh, you know, you know, try and focus on on the things that are really important. If you if you have a job that's overly stressful, family members that are overly stressful, it's time to you know, to you know take the plunge. I mean, I left the most lucrative cardiology practice as a senior partner out here in Arizona in 2012 to open up my own practice. And everybody thought that I was nuts for doing it. And uh, it was the greatest thing I, uh, you know, I ever did aside from you know, marrying my wife. So uh, you know, you know, getting the stress out is, is very important, being happy in what you're doing. And then from there, there's, you know, there's a company called HeartMath and they do some really cool things. And there's yoga and meditation and Tai Chi and you know, really just uh, taking the time to relax, you know, take a vacation, take a staycation, all those things can be, uh, you know, certainly helpful. And then, of course, you know, just by changing your diet, it takes down your stress level because if you're not all amped up on sugar and and grains and other toxic foods, uh, you're naturally going to be a lot more calm. And then, of course, you know, caffeine. Uh, I think uh, caffeine is kind of one of these plus minus things. Uh, there's there's certainly tremendous benefit to drinking coffee and black tea and green tea. Uh, you know, but uh, you may be someone who's sensitive to caffeine. So, you know, you know decide whether or not that's right for you. Yeah. I mean, th- these are all great recommendations. You know, I think that, um, you know, ultimately uh, with all the stuff you said too, I think part of it is people need to schedule it and make it a priority too. You know, whether you're, you know, at yoga or you're walking trails or scheduling lunch with a best friend, whatever it is to reduce stress. I mean, you got to look at your week and it's got to be a priority. You got to get it in your schedule and that's key. And really, everybody needs to do it. I, I, I know that you know, I made that a priority a few years ago. When my first couple of years in practice were such a whirlwind, I realized I was eating good, but man, I was really stressed out. And so just scheduling that time to, you know, allow your body to heal to reduce stress, I think is big. I want to encourage you guys, check out Dr. Jack's Wolf's website, wolfsonintegrativecardiology.com. Also check out his book, The Paleo Cardiologist. And Listen, I know a lot of us have family members who are sick with heart conditions. Lots of us do. And so if you know somebody like that, hey, turn them on to Jack. Again, you know, he, he's a, a board-certified cardiologist. So that's something I know. Like, I just give you an example. Like, my grandma, she's funny. She's 90. And um, unless you're a board-certified cardiologist, she doesn't listen to, you know, to anybody who's not that. So, you know, sometimes there's that that level of credibility that's just really important to some people. So, you know, make sure to uh, share Dr. Jack's info, buy somebody that book. If they've got a heart issue, have them read it. I mean, I can tell you so many times over the years, uh, you know, Dr. Jack, I've bought people a book or just sent them a simple article and months later, all of a sudden they're doing differently. And sometimes people don't like you to tell them to do stuff. Sometimes they just you share something with them. They'll read it themselves. Like, wow, this is really amazing. You should read it. They'll read it and they kind of convince themselves what they should do. But anyways, it's uh, it's a good way to help people get healthy. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Sometimes the one-on-one conversation can be difficult, especially when it comes from family members. I mean, here's like uh, DrAxe.com and they have you know, millions of followers and your grandma's like, ah, I'm going to listen to this guy down the street. I've been seeing him for 50 years, you know? 
But um, no, it's, uh, I mean, listen, obviously the information is out there. My book is a tremendous, I mean, you know, uh, you know, to give someone a gift of health and to give someone, yeah, you know, is it a plug for my book? Yeah, it's a plug for my book, but I don't have a problem with that because getting, you know, my book into people's hands helps to change lives. Uh, you know, I know you, you know, you've got books and you've got plenty in your future and, and that's the best gift. What are you going to give to someone? Some lousy food or alcohol or, you know, a, a cheap sweater, give them the gift of health and wellness. And, and at least you did something, you know, you gave them that gift, you gave them the information, what they do with the information is up to them, but at least you told them, you know, what, what the real truth is. Yeah, that's great. Well, again, uh, Dr. Jack, hey, thanks so much for being on the broadcast today. And everybody, hey, thanks for listening here to this week's podcast. We'll be back next week with another one. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Hey, guys, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Make sure to go to my recent Instagram post and let me know what your favorite part of the show was. Also, don't forget to follow me at Dr. Josh Axe there on Insta, where I cover the latest health trends, natural medicine, and so much more. Also, if you're loving this podcast, do me a big favor, head over to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, and leave a five-star review. Thanks so much for being on mission with me. See you next week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.